0: There is there a specific Batman? Adam West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want that. Eh? <laughs> In
1: 1999. A slightly disturbing young man declared that we are soldiers of hell. We are neither soldiers nor from hell, but like obedient little sleeper agents, we have gradually recruited people from popular culture to create a military force to be reckoned with. Each episode, we'll be nominating someone new to join our ranks.
0: We did Soldiers of Hell top trumps on the radio, and we had anyone who'd contributed and we sort of got their attributes and then we did a, a competition yeah. over a number of weeks it's, as to who yes. who won. Who, was it Anders that won? Um, I can't remember now. Can't remember. Doesn't really matter. No. But, but so we, We're all winners. I'll see if I can dig some of that out on the old mini-disc archive. <laughs> Mini-discs, it's the future.
1: The Soldiers of Hell Mini Disc Archive. This is the final. Tonight. The following Soldiers of Hell
2: to battle.
0: Spencer Vale. Andrew G. Melody.
2: Soldiers of Hell hot trance.
0: What makes a truly great soldier? Strength, courage, of course. But what are these qualities if the soldier cannot perform under pressure? So we've never done a Soldiers of Hell
2: episode about beer. No, which is weird, considering we're both enthusiastic amateurs. Yes, I would call myself an amateur. Your palate changes as you get older, and you become more refined. Is probably a bit of a ponzi word for it, but you learn to appreciate a wider range of things. I'm happy being a punt.
0: I'm okay with yeah, that. Okay, you know,
2: refined, <laughs> refined, we are then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> refined, I am so- in my jaws T-shirt and shorts. <laughs> So you you know you've treated me to a couple
0: of beers tonight um an Elvis juice by Brewdog which is one of my favorites right now I'd say it's almost my favorite probably certainly for this season mm. um that fruity gooseberry flavor
2: is just just brilliant now you I'd never associated it with a gooseberry taste until you've said it and now you've said it it's like obviously it's a gooseberry taste yeah how can it be anything else And then this one that we've got on the go at the
0: minute is a vocation brewery, Yakima Pilsner.
2: So do you want to explain what that is? This is, it's like a, it's well, it's a lagerie. Well, as, as, as you would expect, it's a Pilsner, but the difference, and I'm not a massive lager fan, it's got a place, but it's got hops added to it from the Yakima area of America. Which I think is in California. Let's say it's California. It sounds like it's California. Anyway, California is in America. So. Yeah, so it's it's all the same. It's, it is by it is a fact. It's from California. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's got it's quite floral. Almost is the way I would have described it. Yeah. Um, so it's a hoppy lager in essence, which is quite a strange proposition. It's, but I like it. It's strange
0: because it it, I mean, it describes itself as a citrus hops, fresh and fruity. But I would say you get that initial lager hit and then the aftertaste is a malty kind of thing, which you wouldn't expect from a lager, but I like it. Mm.
2: It's, uh, and although this is warmer than it probably should be, this is my current favourite beer. It will change as the seasons change as these things inevitably do. Um, not long ago, my favourite beer was um, Ghost Ship by Adnams. Not had really one. nice, but it's real ale-y. Yeah. And, and I think that's... We were mentioning this earlier as well, the, the transition from real ale being the in thing to craft beer. Yeah. And to me, in a way, that's semantics. It's a subtle difference, isn't it's, it? It's all just decent beer. That's the thing. It's not mass-produced, churned-out rubbish. That's bland and I think the one thing I want from a beer these days is I want I want to have a taste. I want to remember it and it to stick in my mind and think, oh, that tasted nice. I don't just want it to be, there's liquid. I'm quite happy to have a
0: smaller volume of liquid to
2: achieve
0: a nicer flavour and, you know, if it's got a greater volume of alcohol in it, then then so be it. A lot of these beers have... To, in order to achieve the flavour that they've got. Um, and that's fine, because you savour it, you enjoy the taste. It's not about necking eight pints of Werther's original,
2: <laughs> as we used to call Worthington it's, beer. So We we went up to the bar early today. I would imagine you felt the same. I, I scanned the bar, and there was that sense of disappointment. <laughs> yes. It's like, Carling, Worthington, Cream Flow. Let's not forget... not. Not your bog standard Worthing, Worthingtons. It's cream flow. Who who asked, by the way, for cream in their bitter? <laughs> it's like, do you ever see Boddington's anymore? What happened to that? It's and they they must have paid a heavy price to get name checked so many times in Friends. Did they? If you remember when they went to the wedding in London. Oh yeah. When they come back to New York, this this annoys me a little bit. I think it's Joey and. Ross talk about how they found a really nice beer in London they really liked it and they say what was the name of it and it says and then they both go Boddington's <laughs> and, right so first of all it's not a great bit no. it's an okay it's a standard bitter back then it was in my top five but back then I
0: was 18 years old and probably only had ever had five different beers anyway, and so. let's
2: also not forget that in 1999, bitter was very much on the the back foot. It it was all lager yeah. back then, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, there wasn't your choices at the bar for bitter were Pedigree, Worthies, or Boddington's. and that was about it. Yeah, John Smith, maybe. Yeah, John Smith, if you were lucky. But anyway, and then Joey says. Man, I could go for one of those frosty bad boys now. Frosty? <laughs> you don't How <have> bitter cold. <laughs> what are you talking about? And so it annoys me on multiple levels. Yeah. But anyway, it was like stepping back in time to a uni bar. Yeah. But I think the uni bars we used to go to were probably the first
0: places I ever drank um, black sheep. Yeah. Which is probably yeah. your staple. And pull ale now.
2: Yeah, it's fair. I, mean, it's, I think it's more prevalent further north you go. Yeah, and, and maybe that's another thing. We went to a relatively northern university. Yeah, so they like their bitter more up there, don't they? I suppose, and they've, they're not afraid like the southern nancies. Can you say nancies these days? <laughs> you just have. I just have. I'm sorry if it's politically incorrect. I felt I struggled. Can to you say s- southerners these days? People who aren't from beyond the wall. (laughs) I think there is a natural divide. I think they do tend to drink more lager down south and more bitter up north. Yeah. Because they're more bitter up north. (laughs) Or they're more manly. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah, it's more manly, isn't it? Yeah.
0: So you've treated me to some nice ales, which have been very kind of you. I've got I've got a present for you now. I have okay, yeah, I've got a present for you. Okay. Um I'll just there's a present there. It's just it's just a WH Smith bag. <laughs> there you go. <gasps> That's for
2: you. Can I keep this? You can Is keep this for me lots, properly? Lots for you to this keep. isn't your copy. It's yours. <laughs> it's it's for you to keep. that's amazing I've got um, Crisis on Infinite Earths just been handed to me one of the most important impenetrable and hard to follow comics in comic book history that I've never read
0: I'll be honest with you I saw you um, looking at my copy when you came to visit recently and thought I don't need that anymore (laughs) so it is your copy (laughs) so it is is your
2: copy okay But it's yours, right? It's okay. yours now. I tell you what, it's in good condition, so I can only assume it's not been well thumbed. No, but I—I I, I thought you'd want to read it. I do want to read it, despite its
0: impenetrability. Is that a word? It is now. Um, it's important. I asked you earlier over dinner how many times has the DC universe rebooted itself. Mm. um
2: 3 as far as i'm aware the first this one this class is a reboot this, this is the most oh no 4 i've now about it there's there's crisis on infinite earths which was the first yeah because up until that point there was just the disparate here are lots of different stories and alternate universes and alternate you know the, the old it was all a dream thing yeah and then they did this and it completely rebooted the um dc universe then I think there's been Flashpoint, New, in... New 52, and Rebirth. And I, ca- I can't quite remember the order in which the last three happened. I think it's Flashpoint, then Rebirth. But isn't there multiple crises, though? Is this, so there's... There was Crisis
0: on Infinite Earth, cri- uh, Infinite Crisis, and then some... Th- Final
2: Crisis, yeah. which is the one where... Spoilers for people who don't want to know about this. Batman seemingly dies... And everyone thinks he's dead, but he hasn't been dead. He's just been sent back in time. And he gradually works his way back to the present by living the life of previous Batman throughout history. And while he's doing that, Dick Grayson is Batman. Right. With Damien Wayne as Robin. Damien Wayne being Batman's, Batman's son. son from Talia al Ghul. Confusing, but... It is confusing. And I think the more you try to understand... Comic book, timelines and continuity and so on, the more confused you get.
0: So I was drawn to Crisis because I thought, well, that's the first of like major crossover thing that anyone ever did. And I thought, that's gonna be incredible. And it's interesting, but it's also unwieldy, I think. But I'd be interested to once you've had a chance to read it, it'll be interesting to hear your take on it. I'm really looking forward to this now.
2: Really, really looking forward to this. Who's your favourite DC character? Oh, um, see, when people ask me my favourite superhero, I naturally say Spider Man. But I think it's. DC is Batman. I think it's got to be. It's just such an interesting, diverse not, character. Not Swamp Thing. Not Swamp Thing. Not Swamp Thing. Although, I do like Rorschach. Who's that? From Watchmen, the guy with the inkblot oh, yeah. thing on his face. Oh, now He's then. Su- such a really. I don't. Up until now, there'd been sort of a bubble universe, if you like, mm. to paraphrase Doctor Who. Yes. Um, but I think the new set of DC comics, I think Rebirth, integrate Watchmen into the main universe by saying that Rebirth happens because Doctor Manhattan meddles with all the reality. Right. right. I think. Yeah. I'm sure um, the guy if that I'm wrong, will be really happy about that. If I'm wrong, let me know. Or maybe I dreamt it. <laughs> or maybe I dreamt it. Who cares? It's an infinite universe. It's a good Anything idea. Could happen. So you've uh, been showing me your Lego collection. Yes. Yeah. I've got three sets at the minute. I've built two of them. Yoda's Jedi Starfighter, which we all remember from the films. Uh, and uh, Luke's Landspeeder, which we actually do remember from the film. Does that have a, an orange fuzzy blur underneath it? Or, <laughs> is, it, or is it the special editions? The one that's clean. It's got some clear plastic bits to make, give it the impression of hovering above whichever surface you set it down on. Right. But it's, it's alright, and I've got my what's going to be, I suspect, my favourite one. That I've got for Father's Day is a Lego Han Solo Carbonite Freezing Chamber complete with Boba Fett and Han Solo minifigures. It's amazing. It looks really good. Obviously, the bigger the bigger sets are more impressive, but I've seen quite a few smaller sets for like 15, 20 quid. Uh, most of them are varying quality and, and impressiveness, but you can get one that's the Darth Vader transformation chamber. Right. So you get a little Darth Vader, a little Palpatine, and the play element of it is the bed on which you... Put the Anakin where he's all scarred. You get one of those in a minifigure. Yeah. He goes on the bed. Yeah. Laid down. There's a little rotating thing that turns it round. Darth Vader appears. Mm -hmm. And then you can press down a little thing that pushes the helmet down onto Darth Vader. No! (laughs) Then you you can recreate that awful moment. (laughs) In my head, the perfect edit for that scene would have been... The helmet goes down. Lots of of steam and smoke and stuff. And then you have a close-up of Darth Vader's helmet horizontally. So, like, the face is pointing up towards the top of the screen. And there's just... Oh, and then it cuts. Mm. That says everything you need to know. That's true. But no, George Lucas needed to throw some dialogue in, didn't he? Is Padme okay? Oh,
0: God. I I would have... canned the dialogue? I would have had it... Instead of shouting no, he he just... <laughs> He uses the force so strongly that almost the ship that he's on shakes and everything. Because everything yeah. does start to break yeah. a little bit, doesn't it? The like, room starts to go crazy. Yeah. Having grabbed Palpatine around the neck or something. Don't know. Anyway, it's happened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we can't take it back. You no, know, you can't special edition that one away. The memories are still there. What I do, um, particularly, actually, one now we're on the subject of Darth Vader. One of, in fact, I think the best thing about Rogue One is sort of the, the circuitous route to get to the point I'm making. is throughout the Star Wars media, Darth Vader is held up as one of the most, if not the most powerful Sith and or Jedi, depending on which way you want to view him. Yeah. But the way he is in the original trilogy is very static, clunky. You don't really see him do much that's actually that impressive. No. You know, he's not doing force lightning or anything. No. But then the the short segment right at the end of Rogue One where he's attacking Princess Leia's ship and he works his way down that corridor and he's levitating and crushing and blocking lightning and um, pistol yeah. lasers. Genuinely impressive. And you think, actually, that's the Darth Vader that everyone else is referring to. That's probably my
0: favourite scene in, in the films that have been made
2: Post-original trilogy. Yeah. It's as good as any. Yeah. And genuine panic as well yeah. on the faces of the troopers facing him. Yeah. And I think it, that, for me, is like that's what the fuss is about. And I really, really enjoyed that. Significantly better than don't choke on your ambition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to talk to someone about actual... Lego sets that I would enjoy building as opposed to the ones that I have to make these days, which are Lego Friends, Barbie, Shopkins, all these kinds of things. So I was thinking about what what would be the types of Lego that I would like if I could just go and buy anything because money was no object. I would probably get the DeLorean. Yeah. I would probably get the Ecto-1 car. That's... yeah. And... Maybe a Batmobile? Which version? The Tumbler? I don't know. I, my favourite Batmobile is
2: Michael Keaton's. Can you get that? I'm sure you can, in one form or another. But yeah, that would look impressive, lined up next to each other. The good thing, um, the Ecto-1, is to scale so that it fits in the garage section of the Ghostbusters house when you really? build it. I'll get one, you get I've the other. I've told. Let's come together. <laughs> Yeah. So
0: um, I think is there a Frozen Lego set?
2: Yeah, yeah. We've got um, a fro. There's two, I think there's two versions or three versions of Elsa's castle. We've got one of the smaller versions of it because there is a big one. Does it? Does it come with a, a CD
0: singing Let I Go, le, leg I go. No, it doesn't work. Let Lego, it Go, Let Lego, Let No, it doesn't work. Does it? It, it works in my head.
2: That. it's yeah, a work in progress. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. <laughs> no. Um it's one of the few frozen products that doesn't consistently say let it go. Yes. Which is which is a good thing to finally let it go. Three and a half years now, is it, since that came out? Really? When's the sequel? Um I don't know. It's in
0: production I think, isn't it? I can't believe we're even talking about this. It's our one opportunity to not talk about <laughs> these things. <laughs> and we're still still talking about it.
1: It's time for a rank. What shall we call this feature? The Soldiers of Hell rank off? Come rank with me? Strictly come ranking? Maybe just a load of rank.
0: If you were to um, sum up this episode then, who would get into the Soldiers of Hell army this time? Darth Vader. Really? Okay, yeah. yep. Um, Who's been the... Well, we, uh, didn't we have Darth Maul last time? Oh Yeah. So, we we're on a Darth Darth hunt. I suppose it makes sense. Yeah, we can put them in, they can play. <coughs> They'll um, probably you, you the go most shopping team. together. It's important to remember: Soldiers of Hell is just a title. They're not actual soldiers and they're not really from Hell. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we seem to have gone down the evil route. Yeah, which is complete. I'm. Okay, Anakin then. Let's refer to him as yeah, Anakin to okay. try and. Yeah. You also. Um, Suggested that Batman was your favourite DC character. Yes, that's true. Batman... I don't know if Batman would accept a place. He works alone. Yes. Apart from Alfred. (laughs) And Lucius Fox. And And Robin. And Jim Gordon. (laughs) And Batgirl. Yeah.
0: Um, Who... Yeah, Justice League vibes as well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's put him in. Where would you rank these characters? Are we... I think we need to establish now are we having continuity or are we just ad hoc in it? Because if we're going to have people appropriate ranks relative to how important they are, we've already set a standard by having Roger Moore and Adam West as commanders and Darth Moore's top half as a lieutenant and his bottom half as a private. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> so are we having everyone relative importance? Yeah, that's your we...
0: benchmark. That's your benchmark. Right, okay. Hang on then, is Batman technically already in there because of Adam West? Is this a sp- is there a- or is there a specific Batman? Adam West. Desperado, Rough Rider. <laughs> no you don't want that <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear.
2: Um, I think if if he's a commander, and we're accepting that him and his version of Batman are inseparable, then I think we should be putting in the Michael Keaton
0: version of Batman. Yeah, seems as I mentioned his Batmobile. That's fine. So is he better or
2: worse? That's another episode in itself. <laughs> it is okay. Um, i Let's just I'm, say Batman's a commander. Let's just say, ba- yeah, let's—he's he's up there, isn't he? Um, so, Darth, what I do want to specify is, I will under no circumstances be admitting George Clooney's Batman. Good, good for you. Uh, right, so that's so he's a commander. Darth Vader um, is a—he's he, certainly more impressive than Darth Maul. Yeah, so he's got to be up higher than a lieutenant, a colonel. Dale. I have no idea. Somebody get me the rank structure of the British Army.
0: I can't remember what the rank structure was um, back when we used to do this on the radio show. So what what are you and I? Admirals? That's naval though, isn't it? We're we're an all-encompassing military Um, force here though, aren't we? Because
2: we've got commanders. We are commander-in-chiefs. Right. Chiefs. What's the plural of chief?
0: So there we go. Darth Vader is a Colonel. Colonel. What's Colonel Sanders then? He's a chicken.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time. Soldiers of Hell is a Fosgate Studios production. If you enjoyed it, please like, subscribe, comment and share.